What's up, everybody? It's Trent um, coming at you today with another episode of the Collected Living Design Podcast. My guest today is Michael McGraw. We have a wide-ranging conversation, um, bouncing around, making jokes, quoting movies. Every once in a while, you meet somebody that just has the exact same sense of humor as you, and you both find each other incredibly funny. And that was the situation today. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed it. Without further ado, Michael McGraw. How about that? Cash me outside then. How about that? That's considerably louder. You remember that girl? Dr. Phil? You know, I don't. But you just you just typically stay away from pop culture in general? I I whenever you made the comment about I'm born in the wrong generation. Yeah. Yes, I am. I I tried You should to- have been born in ideally. Are we talking churn your own butter generation? No, no, no. Certainly not. Um, although I do have the forearms for it. Get- <laughs> uh, I'll look, look at the camera for that because, yeah. that, you know, the people. Are we talking you're getting drafted into a World War generation? Yeah, there we are. Yeah, I think I think WW2 is where I belong. Yeah, um, yeah I think. You ever well, think about that if you had to go to war? How that would be? Yeah, I've had that thought before. Yeah. I've had several friends go, and so seeing how they've come back has been hard for yeah. some of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know them. I know that I would be – I don't think I'm going to be worth much. Yeah, I think um, – Hey, carry all this stuff is probably the most I'm bringing to the table yeah. during war. No, I'm definitely not a valuable player on the battlefield. Y- yeah. Hey, we need someone to go first. <laughs> I'm that's me. The, you know? The uh in case there's a landmine, we need somebody to mm-hmm. to go first. Yeah, we need a target. <laughs> and uh Let me tell you a story about being a target. Real fast, my war nickname, code name, yeah, it would be bait. Okay. They, hey, get bait in here. Get bait. Get hey. And then here I am. What I want it to be is Warhammer. Yeah. But it's it's, it's not. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about. Do you think you would like maybe get a tattoo of like a target on your arm? No. Okay. No. Uh, that feels like that would be fully embracing the bait. Yeah. Also, I just say I have no uh, disillusionment that I'm not making it that long. Like, like hey, we're not sure. coming back from the first two or ready to go get our group tattoos it's yeah hey i'm really gonna miss that guy <laughs> you know um, okay let me tell you a story about being a target go for it i wanted a paintball gun so bad mm-hmm. when i was a kid so bad and i don't remember i was probably fifth grade sixth grade maybe and uh i told my parents what do you want for christmas paintball gun Never, never wavered. So, so put me. What year would this have been? Because there was a there was an era with. How old are you? Thirty five. I'm thirty eight. Where so this would where have paint, been paintballing got really big yeah, when we were in middle school. I I would have said this was probably two thousand and one, two thousand and two, maybe somewhere yeah. in there. Okay. Um. All the neighborhood kids had paintball guns, mm-hmm. and uh. My parents said, no, and I said, it's all I want, 
paintball gun. So Christmas morning comes. What do they get me? Pump action. I'm guessing pump action. Metal detector. That that can also be useful. <laughs> um, but judging is, by the GI or the uh, army men figures, there was always a metal detector guy. Yeah, and his code name was Babe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so the neighborhood kids. I didn't have a paintball gun, but I still wanted to play with everybody. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Mom, let me go play. I'll just be the target." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, she didn't really think that was the most intelligent thing ever. There's a lot of life skills. You know, I just wanted to be a part of the part of the part of the gang. What is the craziest thing you would say you've done to try to be a part of a, a friend group? Oh, geez. It's hard when you're such a leader. You know, it, it would be easier for me to answer what's the craziest thing other people have done to be a part of my friend group. Okay, run with that then. And uh, it's just too many to name. <laughs> okay. No, I really don't know. I don't have a good answer. That's interesting. I don't really, I, I guess I don't really reflect on that much. I remember in college, I played college football my freshman year. And Where? Baker University. Oh, okay. Once Wildcat, always Wildcat. I ran a cross-country race there one time. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why, as I was, as I had asked you that question, mm-hmm. I was assuming that you would reciprocate no, af- no. after having yeah. given your answer. No, that's not how this podcast works. Um, but before, like during two-a-days, yep. uh, they would have a talent show, which I think is pretty common in the the football was it sort of a football slash theater program or yeah i mean you're talking about naia so (laughs) everybody's a (laughs) yeah uh i got this i got a scholarship for the musical theater department and football 99 percent of ncaa athletes go pro (laughs) in something else other than sports that is what they say um 99 percent so i i remember really being pretty antsy for this talent show sure all freshmen or first year players had to do it so if you had transferred in or if you were a freshman and you knew about it prior to to going no or you found out no yeah yeah during i think we found out a day before it happened okay so that we could prepare our talent or skit um and it was in kind of a theater room or maybe it was just a classroom but it it was stair you know tiered up and they would bring you in one at a time okay and typically the people who were going in front of you there was maybe 40 acts we'll say yeah and one had been accepted and i was probably halfway through and if you got accepted there'd be thunderous applause and you would get to stay to observe the rest of the acts okay (laughs) if you didn't get accepted then it was raucous booze Mm -hmm. and you had to leave immediately and so you know somebody comes out just getting really loudly booed yeah and you're walking on as you're walking on trying to figure out um, you know what what life's going to be like as a 18 year old yeah with a lot of adjustments and what'd you go with i can't say for the people (laughs) okay 
That whole um, story, and we don't even get to hear what it was. Yeah, I just need you to know, I was one of four acts that got to stay and watch the rest of okay. the show. The people loved it. All right. I imitated our strength and conditioning coach. Okay. Who was not the nicest, didn't, wasn't a strong encourager mm-hmm. in the sense of the word, but also tried to get the most out of every single person. Yeah. So I... And another teammate impersonated what coach would be like to go with on a blind date. Oh, okay. And I just yelled at my date the entire time. Yeah, you killed. Yeah. 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 It, and at that there, point, there you thought... wasn't anything inappropriate is not why I want to share. I'm just saying there was lots of just yelling and yeah. things that wouldn't be good content. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified because that could have been interpreted. Yeah, yeah, no. Um. So you um, thought maybe at that point, maybe my future's in stand-up comedy. Or at the very least, sketch comedy. No. No, although it's not the only time that I have... uh, (laughs) You killed on stage? Is that what you're going to (laughs) say? No, not killed on stage, but was invited into the media world. Oh, okay. Um, Hey. Well, here you are today. Yeah. Actually, can we just 30 seconds and introduce yourself to the fans? I prefer to save that for the end. No. Yeah. Um, There's two things that need to happen. Okay. Um, One, I've not received my honorarium. Okay. And two. I don't even know what that technically is, but sure. I've heard of it. I don't know what all it entails. I I just don't know that you can be in the biz and not know what it is. Is that like when they do like the slideshow of the guys at the Oscars who died? Goodness, I just. I think that is called an honor area. So how successful is this? I mean, you're going to be stopped on the street. Um, So an honorarium is when you go to, you go and you speak. Yeah. And people pay you an honorarium. Oh. Like a speaking fee. For the layman. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's what it would be referred to as. Outside of the biz? Yeah, in, in the business. <laughs> hey, have you gotten your on yet? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. They don't have time to say the whole correct, word. Correct, correct. And so and I'm not tacky. introducing myself until one that happens. Okay. Um, there is a second thing. I'm curious as to What's what... What's your going rate, I guess? Let's see what I got in here. How it's, about a five spot? It's probably whatever you have in there. <laughs> <laughs> it is my going rate. The... the the second thing is, is I'm just not sure what all's going to come out during this interview, and so yeah. if I need to go with an alias, I will. Yeah. Um, this conversation is not an interview, but I'm Michael McGraw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm from Lawson, Missouri. Yeah. L Town stand up. What's yeah. good? I've heard somebody somebody call it that before. I think it was you, but sure. L Town. Yeah, I I guess it's just really because. It's such a boring name. Lawson. No, L-Town. That, oh. <laughs> that, that's why you haven't really heard anybody say it before, because it's kind of beneath us. But I, I said it so that you would understand. Okay, um, sure. Because I know you, Liberty people like to like to shorten things, I guess, by letters and stuff. I mean, you're the one that went with on instead of honorarium. but Yeah, that that's for the biz. Okay. That's, that's outside of so, your so we're not we're not commenting on me shortening business, yeah. but yeah. but uh, all right. Um, well, if it's going to be the standoffish and yeah. cold the whole time, <laughs> uh, then 
So we know each other because of my mother, really. We would have never met, probably. Yeah, De- Debbie Rains is a babe. Yeah. Saint. I don't. I, I said, yeah, I don't call my mother a babe, but sure. Great mother. Amazing person. Yeah, incredible. Okay. Good friend. So we met each other there. W- work mom. Your work real mom. biological mom, work mom. Okay. So we met each other through there, and my mom would come home and say, you two are exactly the same. Which is, feels like a compliment. Yeah. But I'm not sure, you know, there were times. Yeah, but now you see how successful this podcast is, and you're like, okay, yeah, big compliment. I mean, how many tens of people are listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm curious, what is, yeah. what the is reach. The, what's the reaction been? Yeah, I mean, overwhelmingly positive in that I haven't gotten any negative feedback. That, I mean... That's what that's what that is. That's what it means. Yeah. So, I'll take that. How many people are listening to this? Do you do you have the ability to track that? Let's say if I had to count it on fingers and toes, I wouldn't be able to. But you're also avoiding answering the question. <laughs> so let me ask your, answer your question with a question. Mm-hmm. How many would be impressive to you? I think three digits. Yeah. Because I mean, how many episodes are we in? Well, you're eleven. Am I 11 or 12? You're 11. Gosh. I hate, I hate, I don't really like that number. I mean. I wish you would have brought me in on maybe 13. Were you that guy on the football team that was like, coach, 83? You know what's funny? Come on. That, that was, that was my number. No, it wasn't. (laughs) I have a thousand percent on football. Dude, this is why I'm a podcast host. And I absolutely believe that. 83, we can't do better than this. Yeah. There's 82 people better than me. (laughs) But, and there was. Yeah. <laughs> and there, there was. <laughs> so, went to college, became 93. Okay. If this, I kind of feel like it's it's people who change their name when they get married. You kind of want to move up in the alphabet is the strategy. Interesting. Never, I've never heard that. But I moved down. And the thought with moving up in the alphabet is if you are to ever get called in name order again. Correct. You're sooner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, name order as a child w- was paramount. Yeah, I mean, it's a big I, deal. It was huge. Yeah, it's a big deal. So don't love that I'm, you know, back third. Yeah, here's what I don't love is the teachers who were, hey, you know what, guys? We're going to just really get crazy today and mix it up. <laughs> we're going to go in reverse <laughs> yeah. order and start from Z and yeah. go to A. Mm-hmm. Well, my last name still starts with M. You're stuck in the middle, I'm just baby. right in the middle. Yeah. Average. I think that's a Jimmy Eats World song in the middle. It just takes some time. Mm-hmm. I yes. don't know the words. Everything yeah. everything will be all right. Yeah. 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 Well, I do know the words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. And You're so. in the biz, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we in the in the yeah, biz yeah okay so so we met through my mom mm-hmm. uh you guys worked together for quite a long time yeah over a decade wow that is crazy um and then we ended up working together yes over a week for a great a glorious week under a week youngest vp in co- company <laughs> history um right here yeah and it was an awesome week we don't throw around titles like that either so that's a big deal yeah, I, I mean, I, that, I'm not going to judge that because I don't, obviously, yeah. since I've left the no, company. I'm telling you. 
Um, so I've left the company. You guys are doing things differently. Um, we just went in bash bros and just demoed out one of the gnarliest demo jobs in company history. Yeah. I, is that true? It is. Yeah. That, that was a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Let Papa Bear get his, get his paws on you. Yikes. I loved it. Good. Man. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was fun. It was good getting to know I you. I did hurt my back real bad. It, but we, we had... We powered through. We called in Bennett Wiley. Yeah, Bennett Wiley. Shout out Bennett Wiley. Bennett... I'm working on that kitchen sink order of the warranty, so... <laughs> He's a customer. Yeah. Yeah, we did his kitchen. You been there? I've been there before, but not post-kitchen. Okay, yeah. Looks nice. I mean, I'll walk over right after we're yeah, done there here. you go. Um, He's in the hood, L-Town hood. Yeah, so my uh, mom used to babysit Lori's children. My Lori? Your Lori. Oh. She's right next door to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I knew that. I mean, talking about another saint, Rhonda McQuarrie, total babe. Your mom. Incredible. You got a great biological mom and a great work mom. Yeah. What a blessing. It really, I mean, really incredible. Both of them impact me immensely. Yeah. And I know we've just been messing around for the first however many minutes this has been. But sure. Yeah, I could not say that much more. Do real. you want me to put some, like, somber music behind this part? No. I don't need anything. I felt as, I, I feel as if I was hitting my point until you started this. Yeah. Thing I most, what did you most appreciate from our demo time together? Um, you know, it can be kind of lonely. Hmm. And I feel like there's a, I w- I worked much harder having you there. Because I may sit down and you'll say, all right, I'm going to get back to it. Mm-hmm. And I may have continued on my break. Hmm. And I did not. Because I'm not going to be that guy. You really don't want to be the person sitting around. I agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think in the in the road construction crew, stop sign man. Mm-hmm. Bottom. Bait. Yeah. That's what he was. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Just might as well be a metal detective. (laughs) Right? Um, Yeah. So, I think, what did I appreciate most? That's an interesting question. Um, I don't know. It was a lot more fun than I typically have. Hmm. You would say even in your day-to-day now. Do you do any of that work now? Uh, Some, but little. Yes. One, I'm just up top. Just a one percenter. Puppet master. Goodness. Here I am talking to the man. Yeah. Yeah, the gun, the one that everybody hates. Oh, I am the man. So you show It's hard to stick it to the man when you are the man. So you show up on job sites now. Hands and po- thumbs in pockets, rocking the hips. You're there when bad news, <laughs> to deliver bad news, you're there... When a job's about to finish. I try my best to be there only to receive good news. But occasionally, yes. I get stuck in the bad news loop. Are you delivering or receiving said Um, news? Some of both. More receiving than delivering. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah. Every once in a while. 
So deliver me some bad news. Um, Just in general? Let's say uh, my wife and I are wanting to remodel our kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, the tile we went with just hey it's on back order for months yeah um because when you guys were unloading the first box uh it fell off the back of the truck so hit hit me hit me walk me through and I, i'll tell you what this was the tile my grandmother had <laughs> yeah um uh, well here's the thing i would never be in that situation because we won't start till we have the material well you're you're there now you're in that situation right so now. So you want me to just imagine a? I I feel I feel like I can. You already had the material. It just fell. The last box fell off the back of the truck, shattered. Now we don't have enough product. Mm-hmm. So it was poor planning on your your ordering. In this scenario, again, I would never be in this situation. But in this imaginary world, where I am, which I would never be, but I am. Give me some bad news. I would say. Far across the... I'm playing the backtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. McGraw. Isn't it interesting? Are you sitting down? Isn't it interesting that this is the universal... Yeah. I do this too when we're on the phone. Well, we were role-playing in a staff meeting last week, and the girl started here, and then as she st- kept going, she put the phone down, and I'm, hello? Yeah. I can't... Hello? Yeah, you're Anyone getting more there? and more dis. I'm more frustrated now. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. All right. Yes, I'm sitting down. Um. Well, I've got some not great news. I really hope it's not about the tile. <laughs> <laughs> Anything? Tell me any bad news except for about the tile. Okay. Well, uh, your dog died, <laughs> but also we dropped a box of tile. Here's the good news. Go on. We're going to go ahead and finish the whole kitchen with the exception of this one corner. So you're going to have a usable, functional kitchen. Okay. With the exception of this corner. And in, in, in a week when that tile comes in, we'll just be able to finish out the... And in 8 to 12 weeks when the tile comes in. So are, are we talking days or... Yeah, so when I say 8 to 12 weeks, I'm using the English word for week, which does mean 7 days. So 7 times 8, so 56 days it's going to be done. 56 to 84 days. So you're going to end when I should receive the material. So you're installing it that same day because we need to be a priority. Do I need to pay you before this work is done? Absolutely not. No. I like that. Yeah, I knew you would, because you're a man that's about that stands on business. Yes. Yeah, I kn- I could tell by the look in your eye. Yeah. You stand on business. Yeah. And so do we here at Collected Living Design, and that I think we have in common. And when we find common ground, we make great results happen. Have a great day. All right. I, f- it could use some work, <laughs> some polishing, <laughs> yeah, but. I was in it with you, yeah. and I believed it. Yeah. I actually asked, because I used to work at a company that we do these big, giant, um, sort of uh, industrial-scale projects. So, for example, we got the new Ford Explorer body style coming out. We got to retool the whole assembly line to fit the, the new car. So, all the robots got to be redone. Conveyors got to be redone. 
hundreds of millions of dollars on this project. Go ahead and brag a little bit more. Yeah. And uh, we tell them it's going to take seven weeks or whatever. And every day it's closed over those seven weeks. They're just losing millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's a high stress yeah. environment. And every time something's running behind, it's really the project manager that has to deliver that news. And so what was your role with the company? I was a sales guy. So I'm out of there. Yeah. Yeah. You just made a bunch of promises. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no problem. Seven weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In our sleep. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize we were only working one shift. Yeah. Those kind of things. Uh, you know, sales. Yeah, I really, I'm supposed to. Yeah. No sales. And you don't? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, I got to finish my story. So I asked the project manager, like, what do you do in those situations when they're just literally screaming at you? Hmm. And there's nothing you can do about it. It is what it is. And he said, I just always get on, on level with them and just start agreeing with everything they say. Yeah. Head's got a roll. <laughs> this is, this stops here. <laughs> I will not stand for this. And he said that it's pretty disarming when they feel like they don't need to convince you of anything. You're just as mad as they are. Hmm. Have you ever uh, listened to Chris boss before? Nope. Well, after this podcast, you should look up whatever his book is. Okay. Which is what? That's what that's we'll why, put it in the show notes. Yeah, that's why you would need to look it okay. up. Is I can't remember. I thought you were just maybe trying to teach me a lesson about knowing authors or something. No, uh, he. It's a sales book okay. that I've listened to a couple different times. And you still don't he, know sales, huh? Correct. He was a former uh, FBI uh, hostage ne- negotiator. Interesting. And uses the same principles. Was he stationed in Waco or? He references Waco. Mm. I don't believe he was lead negotiator. Yeah, I don't but think I, I would read that guy's book. Yeah, Gary Nestler. I didn't know that was his name, but sure. Yeah, I mean, again, fact check. Fact Did check. you say history buff is in your bio? You know, why is it history buff? As opposed to history. S- sports buff. Connoisseur. Do you have a, you know, what other buffs are there in the world? Oh, jeez. I mean, that question makes me search the entire English language in my brain. It's kind of hard on the spot, you know. Well, we can pause it. (laughs) (laughs) We can edit this part out, right? Um, Yes, I I love history. Okay. A particular type of history or era or just in general? Typically military history. Yeah. Um, World War II is interesting to me. Also Civil War. Um, so predominantly American, but European is interesting. I just not as educated okay. and we're, since we're in the Western civilization, we don't even know what happened in China a thousand years ago. I didn't learn about it. So that's for sure. That's what I mean. Um, okay. You're telling me about the sales book. Okay. And you were going to tell me something about it. He's a, he's an FBI hostage negotiator. Oh, it's just, uh, some really brilliant tactics in there for breaking potentially bad news. Oh. And so I'd recommend it. Because I'm assuming, just from looking around the place, <laughs> that that you're having to 
You're having to share, <laughs> you know, some things. <laughs> um, again, edit all this out. <laughs> Collect a living. Um, Man, disparaging a former employer is pretty bold. A lot of people do it, though. I've gotten really brash since I've left. Yeah. You know, I Jaded think, by the world outside of collected living. Yeah, the the VP title went to my head yeah. more than I was realizing. You know what's funny about the VP title? I used to work in freight and transportation. And uh, I met this guy. He worked for uh, the competition. I don't know. And um, he said, yeah, I when I got this territory, I had my boss. I just said, like, hey. I know I'm not a vice president, but if you could just get me some business cards that say vice president, that would be great. And and he said it's just really upped his <laughs> callback rate. <laughs> when you leave that card or sign an email, vice president of sales. That's brilliant. I mean, there's worse lies you could tell. Yeah, it's dishonest was what my next comment <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah. yeah, that didn't feel good, but. I get it. I get wanting to be called back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's have you do you feel like you've learned anything about just people, psychology, human behavior in trying to be in sales? So I would say first of all, the sales word is super loaded because it almost immediately calls to mind a lot of examples or individuals that I would not like to be associated with. And so for, like, you know, we all have the image of the used car salesperson yeah. or pouring dust in the transmission fluid, sawdust, <laughs> just to get her to run. It's, That's straight out of Matilda, by the way. Okay, I was I was going to say that example came to you incredibly quick, <laughs> and you've already been rattling through several other career yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, things that you have participated in. Uh-huh. And so it, I was wondering if you were... Yeah, no, Matilda. Okay. That's where I got that one. Uh, yeah, I should have known. Put that. Can we get Matilda in the the podcast notes at the end? Yeah, we'll get Matilda. Her in and Chris. I'll Voss. try to get a timestamp on it. Um, nice. Uh, so, the question about sales. There's it's it's loaded for me, and where I worked with your mother with at was uh, Heartland Camps in Parkville, Missouri. Yeah, shout out. They put it in the notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the notes. Um, and what I what I've come to realize there was I was in sales. Okay, there everybody is to some degree. Yeah, I don't know if I really like statements like that because, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a but. Yeah. Um. I in trying to convince young parents to trust us with their kids for the week that's a big ask um you know to me my faith is the most important Uh thing and especially now i have kids of my own i have three kids that's what i want to be instilled in them um for them to have that knowledge and understanding and so that is a big ask to say hey give us the the thing that you love most in this world for a week and mm-hmm. and let trust us to teach them about potentially the most important thing in your life to them um completely apart from you you know that you don't know no supervision correct mm-hmm. uh is 
is a difficult thing. And then also trying to convince college age people that, hey, the internship that everybody's telling you that you need to have that pays a hundred times more than what we pay. Sure. Uh, no, you should say no to all of that and come out here to Heartland Camp for a summer. So I, I had you been, heard it here. Heartland Camp pays one one hundredth of the going rate for internships. <laughs> that that might be high. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you're definitely going to need to fact check that, but it's not lower. Yeah, but the life experience is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's where I met my wife as counselors there. Mm-hmm. Um, did they get, have a name for that? Like finding your girlfriend at camp? Canicuck, they called it sharking. I said wife. I didn't find a girlfriend. Well, okay, I found my bride. All right. I'm guessing you, you just went straight to marriage, no dating? <laughs> yeah, it's like sight unseen. Yeah. Um, it was wild. Yeah. Our parents were against it at first. <laughs> but uh, we're 20 years in now. Yeah. Are you actually 20 years? Uh, this year to marriage, not to dating. Yeah, no. Okay. Of course, we dated for spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, but to dating and marriage, it'll be twenty. This that year. was a real sales guy spin on twenty years. Omission of details. Just go ahead and def- define. See, you're. This is it. You're in, man. You're a sales guy now. Just telling people what they want to hear. Boy, that is just, I, I have a lot of problems with that. Do you, I heard a thing the other day that said anybody that's ever done or had any success in sales knows that it's not really convincing people. But I think the outside world thinks like, oh, you're just good at convincing people to do what you want. Yeah, no, I think it is. Yeah, I get it. I see why people buy from you. Mm-hmm. What is the? I'll word? give you my definition. <laughs> what is the word I'm looking for? Hold on a second. <laughs> okay, it is. So my understanding of sales is it is just so much about like from the Lord, hmm. right? Of. I just, I it just has to be perfect timing. Interesting. Uh, that they need to be looking for what we have. Okay. And they can get to know us well enough to trust us to say, yeah, uh, I want to move forward with this. But in, in my experience, which isn't grand, you know, it, it's, there's not a lot of marketing dollars that we are spending. Mm-hmm. It is how can I put myself as close to people who may have a need for this and when that time happens, uh, that it would be, it's providential was the word that took 30 seconds to think of. There earlier. we go. I would say I agree with you to some extent. I do think there is a skill component in explaining and providing real value. It, so, yes, of course. But more often than not, the product can be. I don't know per- why. I just got to stop you there because when you said yes, of course, it sounded like a English dub over a Chinese like martial arts movie. Yes, of course. I, I don't know why, but that's how it hit me. And I just need you to know that before you continue. So we'd like to put Big Trouble in Little China in the notes at the end of the podcast. Shout out Jack Burton. How about, um, I don't know if I've seen that. 
I feel like I've seen a few, but like the drunken master, I think was Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. But you should definitely watch Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. It is a cult classic. I'm not really into those. The Pork Chop Express. <laughs> okay. Did you ever watch the, um, was it Tough Man or were those like regular guys that would box? <laughs> it was like a I, whole series. I, I there was a guy named Pork Chop. Or no, his name was Hard Body. And he had two, his right and his left hand, pork chop and the biscuit cutter. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Where can you, where's that? I think it was on FX back in the day. Yeah, never Circa heard of it. Circa 2005, 2004. Notes. Tough man, <clears throat> tough man fighting championships or something. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is a place I didn't think we'd get to. Have you been in a fist fight before? Never have. Me either. Siblings don't count, correct? Yeah, no. Yeah, and I'm in any fist fight my brother and I have been in, it was all body shots, nothing ever to the face. Yeah. I've been punched in the face though. You just were a pacifist? Yeah, just not surprising with a face like this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so fun. I just just I was just standing there just being bait. Uh-huh. And just crack pal. Can we get a couple of details on how you got into that situation? Yeah, so I uh in high school, had a really big, good friend group. Yeah. And we liked playing Capture the Flag at night. Oh, that's fun. At different places. And at one point, somebody ran away from our team, or maybe even me, right in front of a car. No. Oh. Like, they had to slam on their brakes to get away. And so, you know, whenever they got back, we just said, hey, man, you're in jail. You can't just right run car. right out in front of a vehicle. Seems like it wouldn't need explaining, but yeah. Um, well, anyway, that escalated to me getting punched in the face. Okay. <laughs> is how that story goes. Yeah, you delivered that message, and that's what. Yeah, which is why I was so on. curious earlier about hey, how do you deliver poor? Yeah, uh, that's you know, dis- why you disappointing the news is. Gosh, I, need, I have something punched. to learn here. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I can't just be getting punched every time I tell yeah. somebody something. Yeah. Got to protect the moneymaker. Yeah, you know, there was a time, but as I've gotten older, I have to rely on other skills. I have a cousin, John Bates. If he listens to this podcast, he probably does. Yeah, JB. Shout out. And uh, his wife was telling a story one time. We were down at Grandma Harvey's. And... uh, Gene? Yep. And uh, he... (laughs) His wife said every time they go to the store, walking in and out of the store, if he gets a good reflection off of a car, he's going to stop and maybe pop a tricep. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? We're out in public. (laughs) And he's like, hey, baby, this isn't going to last forever. Yeah, you got to give the people what they want, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Beauty is fleeting. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. As a 38-year-old. Yeah. And some of us have don't have as far to fall. How's your <laughs> How's your hairline? Because mine is receding like the I, Polish in World War II. If you, you don't mind me, yeah, uh, September first, nineteen thirty nine. So I uh, hadn't noticed. I find that hard to believe. You, why? Because <laughs> it's kind of it's literally glaring. 
I feel like the last time I saw you, you had completely shaved. Yeah, I keep it pretty short. This is about as long as she gets right here. Do you... So to answer your question, how's my hairline retreating? Full-on retreat. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, what do you think you'll do once it's... I like to shave it. Yeah. Except for... So I was very accident-prone as a child. Mm-hmm. So a lot I have of scars. I have a lot of scars on my head. Have you shaved your head before? Never have. Yeah, I did In, it. Including a knot, actually, that's still here from sixth grade. Oh. Like, you can feel a huge knot in my head when a tree branch fell on my head. How many of them were from getting punched in the head? Zero. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that tree branch went down to the skull. Because I, I, rem- I remember them giving me shots in my head. Oh. Yeah, which wasn't great. And my stepdad being concerned and saying, do we not need an x-ray? to you know, did, the, yeah. did it crack his skull? And the doctor being like, no, I can see his skull right here. And then my stepdad, you would think in that moment, it's just like, gosh, I'm so sorry. That is awful. He said, can I come over there and see that? <laughs> <laughs> I'd really like to get my eyes on a skull, <laughs> on my son's skull. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, that I, I got a bunch of stuff all over my head. I um, I took a nine iron to the side of the head one time. Uh, incidental on the yeah, side? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's important to distinguish. Yeah, I, I was trying to tough it out so I didn't have to tell my parents. Walk us through it. Uh, my cousin, we were in the backyard. Shout out John Bates. It wasn't him. Uh, not a golfer, though. Okay. The cousin with the golf club. And we're in the backyard swinging. I don't know. There was people over. I don't know what it was. And uh, it was an irregular backswing. Mm-hmm. So it came out a lot more horizontal mm-hmm. than you would typically think. You know, I'm saying, uh-huh, as if I know I don't know anything about yeah. golf. Well, I thought it was in the clear, and I was not. So right up the side of the head on the backswing. Whack. Point. Where are we? Mm. Oh, gosh. He's, it's 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 taken his early memories. It has to be this right here, right on the side of the head. I mean, why does it have to be if it because took you so long? I was standing to, behind him. If it took you so long to think of where it is, then well, how come it? No, now now, <laughs> folks, it has to be right no, here. Yeah. I just took thirty seconds to to well, download. It's because the the only part of the memory I have is where I was standing in relation to him. So I'm playing out like, okay, well, if he swung this way, it has to be. This side of my head. There's no way it would be this side. So, but I don't remember which side. Yeah. I just, I just logicked it out in real time. Mm-hmm. It's one of my superpowers. Um, and uh, so he cracked me over the head and then I was trying to not go inside. So I don't know. I thought I might get in trouble mm-hmm. for getting hit over the head with a nine iron. And uh, then my uncle came out. Apparently I was bleeding out of my head <laughs> and he said, well, we got to get this taken care of. Nice. So, if you had a superpower, would you tell? Would you tell people? Would you want to show it off, or would you want to try to keep it under wraps? Let's say that superpower is the ability to fly. Well, I don't have superpowers now, but I do have pretty great powers. So when you said earlier, I guess just backtracking yeah. to forty-five seconds ago, when uh-huh. you said it's one of my superpowers, yeah, it was a, it was a that was hyperbolic. It was hyperbolic, yeah. I thought that was understood, but let me clarify. I'll put that in the show notes. Please. Uh, It's a common colloquialism to say superpower when you're just meaning 
a strength. I do. I disagree. Yeah. Here, we'll put you feel like here notes. at Collective Living is <laughs> is the colloquialism. No, or? I I just think in general in America. I I really don't hear people talk like that. Okay, well I don't hear people say uh, the on in the biz, but you know you're telling me it exists. And Are I'm you in the biz or not? <laughs> I would expect you to not have heard that if you're not in the biz. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, no real superpowers, but pretty great powers. And uh, powers that a lot of people would do a lot for. And uh, It sounds like average powers. <laughs> and I don't go out flaunting them, but I also don't hide them. I'm not going to tell people. I will just do it right. and watch you be amazed. All right, top three. What's your top three attributes? Hey, this, this I is what care tri- too much. I work, work too, too hard. hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so, what's the third one? Uh, I don't know how to quit. <laughs> Top three attributes. I feel like I've I feel like I've asked you several questions that haven't been reciprocated, and you've just run just <laughs> run away. Uh, I am dodging questions like a politician. Uh, probably not that bad. Yeah, I mean, pretty bad. Goodness gracious, folks, what are we doing? Mm. Um. So anyway, I'd be curious. <laughs> Top about, three attributes. Do you know yours? No, I'm. So these questions I'm asking you, I don't. I don't have. Is the, this content? Is this the content you were talking about bringing up? The contents on the phone. Do you want it? <laughs> let's see what Poppy came up All with. All right. Yeah. Let's get hit me. I'm glad you prepared. You seem like the kind of guy that's pretty prepared. Uh, in situations that I'm not super familiar with, then yes, but you're going to, more often than not, I'm just going through this life. You're going through, you're going to an outdoor event in the spring. You packing a raincoat? Only, probably only if my wife reminds me. Okay. Yeah. That gives me a good barometer. Folks, I am a child. <laughs> I, uh. Yeah, we we have three. My wife says often we have four children. Yeah, and frankly, it's hard. It's really hard to argue different. My wife and I will often say to each other, "Golly, we need a wife." Hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're both just out here crushing it in the business world. Katie in the real estate side. That's awesome. I mean, she's the best. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Here. If you need to buy or sell a home, call Katie Ranch Real Estate today. She has a special going for the month. <laughs> It'll be in the be in the notes. It'll be in the show notes. Are you ready for the first question? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to give it to you after you tell me your three attributes that I'm not going to let you off the hook for. Okay. Um, I would say my top three attributes are: I don't take life too seriously. Hmm. How do you feel like that benefits you? Um, it keeps me from getting hung up on things. Mm-hmm. I still get hung up on things, mm-hmm. but, um, I, um, I mean, this is kind of tangential to the first, frankly, first time hearing that word. Okay. I believe it. Yeah. If you had been in calculus, you would know it. Yeah. Folks. That's why I didn't know that word. <laughs> that was a real bloodbath. 
anyway, uh, good sense of humor. Hmm. And uh, third, um, I would say I am a really good researcher. Interesting. And taker of information. What do you, uh, I'm good at taking bulk information and parsing down what I need. So tell me, what's the last thing you feel like you researched? I research something every single day. Interesting. Yeah. J- just random interests that come to mind or, hey, Usually I'm doing this for my, for my job. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But sometimes it's random. Okay. But, yeah. I find it enjoyable. Awesome. Like a hobby. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's a gift. Because I think sometimes researching for me personally, it just makes me tired. That's how Katie feels. Yeah, it's a... I don't have a, a stamina for it. Yeah. I have a hunger for knowledge. Hmm. Yeah, that's a gift. I don't know. There's your three. Hit me. All right. You ready? <laughs> yeah. What movies oh boy. or movie deserved a sequel? Oh, they You're just one. like, man... I look back on this, yeah. and the first one was awesome, and they set it up potentially, maybe. Mm. And then I got nothing. Thanks again, Hollywood. Here's the problem. Usually sequels are so bad that there could be a sequel to one of the movies I'm going to name, but I don't know because it was so unsuccessful. Okay. Name a, what, Give me one bad sequel first. I mean, Anchorman 2. Goodness. That will not be in the notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is real bad. It was not good. The first one really had to wear on me for me to think it was good, though. I did yeah. not watch Anchorman the first time and think brilliant. That's how I was with Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, absolutely. I walked out. I didn't the get theater. it. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. it. But, um, And frankly, still. Yeah. It's not a good movie. I get it more. Once I realized, like, it's a, it's not meant to be entertaining. It's a spoof on a movie. It's a, it's making fun of itself. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, it's funny. There's some good quotes. Okay. Dina, eat your ham. It's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I could throw, I could throw that football over the mountain right there. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Um. So why you think? I'll give you an example of a movie I think should have had a sequel. Okay. Uh, have you seen Russell Crowe's Robin Hood? Oh boy. With her name. I don't think so. Boy, you should. Okay. I'd recommend it. All right. I really like it. We'll put it in the show notes. It's obviously set up for a sequel and then nothing happens. I would love... I mean, just one of my favorite movies of all time. It's not particularly set up for a sequel, but they could easily make a sequel. Okay. Uh, Inception. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know. It is kind of set up for a sequel because we find out Izzy He's in his own top. head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would be amazing. I would definitely pay to see that. Uh, the, uh, oh, what is it called with, it has a talking polar bear in it. The Compass. Golden Compass. Never saw it. It would be better content. Is it good? It would be better content for the people if you would at least act. 
<laughs> act like you've seen these. I'm not that guy. Yeah, I'm not that guy. Because now this, I just feel like you know those guys. I feel like this like, is a great question, and you've wasted it. <laughs> like those guys that act like they know what you're talking about, but they don't. Like when I said tangential, you could have said like, "Hmm, I yes. know those words. I'll go get my monocle and <laughs> we'll smoke pipes." Yeah, but no. you didn't. I'm a man of the know? people. Yeah, so that's how I feel with the Golden Compass. Again, I think it's a good movie. I, want, I mean, I'll check it out. I, mean, I, I got I, two good movies to check out. I wanted more. It's a kid movie. I like kid movies. I do too. What's your favorite Disney movie? Oh, uh, does Pixar count? Why not? Because I don't know the difference. <laughs> um, that's hard because I feel like I had some as a kid that were like childhood memories mm-hmm. that are pretty... Just good memories because you're a kid. But if I had to pick like my favorite one, hmm, that'd be easier with a list. It would be. I'm a Moana guy. Hey, Vera loves Moana. I'm a big fan. I would say uh, I thought Inside Out was super clever. Hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed that. But if I'm trying to steer the kids towards a movie and away from Mickey Mouse Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. Um, it's a spinoff of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> See, bub. Which, which is a spinoff of Mickey Mouse. Okay. Um, We're home. We're back. Yeah. Uh, I will steer them towards almost any Pixar movie. I like Finding Nemo. Hmm. I like um, like Moana. I thought Encanto was entertaining. There's been a couple that Luca. I liked Luca. It was fine. It was way better than Encanto. Really? Yeah. Not even close. And my oldest daughter is in was in third grade going into fourth grade last summer. Yeah. In her summer school that she was a part of. Performed Finding Nemo. Oh. And so I went ready for this to just be an absolute bloodbath. Yeah. Like, hey, hon, you guys, you tried your best. Yeah. Uh, good for you. And was absolutely blown away by these going into fourth and going into fifth graders. Really? They. It was exceptional. I don't really know how you do that as a musical. Uh, their singing was beautiful. Like, what songs? There's not songs in that movie. Well, see, they, uh, at some point, someone had turned it into a musical. Okay. And so, so those not, songs. Yeah, okay. And there's uh, lots of songs about Nemo's relationship with his dad <laughs> that just really hits you as yeah, a father. Yeah. Like, man. Yeah. There's a time where Nemo's embarrassed or ashamed of his dad. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I really don't want my kids Ooh. to ever feel that way about me. And Ooh. then there's a time where he's really proud, and it's just like, that's awesome. Right. And then also my daughter was in it, so yeah, if you don't yeah, like sure. it, yeah, then you better not tell me. Yeah, sure. It was incredible. Question two, since you butchered the first. When do I get to, because I come up with questions too, you know, do you want me to interject or just let you run through so this you, list uninterrupted? Well, see, you told me that you didn't, you weren't prepared. No, it's not that I had questions prepared in advance, but they come to me. It's like a savant, like 
capability to would you say it's a superpower <laughs> yeah that's exactly how i would phrase it i was using savant like to maybe just get past that hurdle we had earlier i feel like you have a good vocabulary thanks man i'm surprised that wasn't top three well i uh that was well okay i was gonna say i had I had a good act score but oh, i really didn't but it was english that was bad for me mm-hmm. real bad but reading was okay, and I guess that would be vocabulary would be reading. So. It was real bad all the way around for yeah. me. Not a not a standardized test guy. No. And actually looking back on it, I think I took it four times. Yeah. And every single time I was in some sort of sport the night before. <laughs> yeah. And so that might have taken you know, that's what I tell myself. Yeah. Is hey Michael, if you there. had if you hadn't played a football or a basketball game last night, mm-hmm. Boy, you were just blown the doors off this thing. Yeah, if it wasn't for the CTE. Yeah. 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 I don't what does that spell? Uh concussive trauma <laughs> in the sense of cephalopathy. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just kidding. So why work for yourself? <laughs> is oh, is question number two. That is an interesting question. Tell the people the benefits of it. The, well, I'll the, tell you I'll tell you what got me here. I am not the best at uh falling in line to other people's orders Hmm. Um, when I don't see a purpose in the, what what they're telling me to do. Hmm. Let me give you an example, please. I, uh, out of college, needed a job, had loans. You got to work. And this was 2011. We're coming out of a recession, the big recession. Yeah. And, uh, so took a job as the, uh, bike technician at Dick's Sporting Goods. Okay. Formally known, formally, not formerly, formally known as Richard's Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my this store manager comes over to me as I'm building these bikes, which were built to horrendously unsafe standards when I arrived. Okay. Thank God for my arrival. Yeah. Dicks would have been sued out of existence. <laughs> Richards. Yeah, Richards. Um, I was using the common name because of the atrocity of which I found their merchandise in. Anyway, um, she comes over and she says to me, you know, they got the two-tier bike storage system. Naturally, yeah. She says, I want to make sure we fill the top row before you put any bikes on the bottom. Seems counterintuitive. It does <laughs> indeed, and I said as much. And it and was she met said, with, "That's the policy." I struggle with that. Yeah, that's a good example. So um, then I was working. Katie called me. She is a realtor. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. I Katie think- Rains Real Estate for all your home buying needs. She has a special this month. Uh- <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, she called me. She was working. She loved her job. She was working. And she said, hey, we had Vera. Either I'm quitting or you're quitting because us both working full time and having a baby is not Mm -hmm. not going to do it. Vera is already in the world. She's Mm -hmm. not in utero. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And... uh, I had just gone back to work after she was born. I'd been at work for a month or two. And uh, she said, either I'm quitting or you're quitting. And I was like, 
Deuces. Say less. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. It's funny you mention that because I've been faking going to work the last two weeks. <laughs> I had already, I had already submitted my notice. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was it. And then uh, I've always enjoyed doing house stuff. We flipped houses. We did all that kind of stuff. And so I was like, well, I'll pick this up part time. Hmm. And then uh, within one week of deciding I was going to do that part time, I was booked out for like seven months. Awesome. So I was like, well, how'd guess you, we're doing this now. Well, how'd you meet Lori then? How'd that uh, Lori and dynamic? I, yeah, Lori and I went, Lori and I's husband <laughs> went to college together, MIZ. He's a KU fan. Oh, gosh. So, a son, an alum. Of the University of Missouri. Cheers for KU. Are there any other design companies in the Liberty area or Kansas City area that we could maybe steer business towards? (laughs) (laughs) Because, Uh, frankly, that kind of treachery, I I wouldn't trust these people. Yeah, I get it. Um, We don't bring him up a lot. He's also our our old CFO. Uh, And... uh, his salary was fifty cents a year. If that gives you any indication of the skill level with which he executed, not for lack of trying. That is, that sounds that sounds cheap. Yeah. Well, we gave him a fifty percent raise after the first year, but still, that seems generous. Yeah. Uh, but you asked me, you asked me why work for myself. I think that combination is is why. Katie said I'm quitting unless you do, and then I was like, I'll just do it, you know, on the side, and then. Here I am, just uh, trying to hang on to the reins of a runaway carriage. Pun intended. Reins. Um, Name puns. What? I guess what advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about working for themselves? It's real tempting to give, like, you know the old man at the wedding who wins the longest married dance competition? Yeah. What advice would you have for the newlyweds? It's always the same. Some version of she's always right. So what's... Th- <laughs> oh, Grandpa. You know, it's tempting to give an answer you, like you, that. You can't have Gramps giving you a... We're, we're blessed when that's what comes out. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, you never know. Could get sideways on you with that response. Um. So anyway, I uh, I had I worked at a bike shop. Had this old guy come in one time. Had to be seventy five. Okay, he's like, I'm looking for a bike, Sonny. I don't think he said Sonny, but in my mind, mm-hmm. he did. And I said, Well, let me show you some great options. And uh, I take him over. We've got a felt bicycles hybrid, and we got a Gary Fisher hybrid. All these are on the second level. This was at a bike shop, not Dick's, thank goodness. Um, Richards. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I'm explaining him the advantages of one over the other. And then I said, and then, you know, you got the Gary Fisher and it's got some nice and I'm blah, blah, blah. And he stops me. Son, I wouldn't know Gary Fisher from Larry Fisher. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah. It's stuck with me all these years. Wouldn't know Gary Fisher from Larry Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm here for it, sir. 
So uh, someday that'll be me, and I'm looking forward to that those moments. So you don't have any advice um, that that you you I guess your uh, main issue with trying to offer advice to young entrepreneurs is I don't want to be original in my wisdom <laughs> to you. No, I would say uh, if I had advice, I would say don't do it unless you like learning. Hmm. Well, why didn't you just say that? Instead, we got a well, Larry, I, I we got a Larry Fisher story. I was uh, I have this superpower where I can have entire thoughts going on while I'm speaking about something else. I think that's called starting a sentence and not knowing <laughs> where it's going to end up, how it's going to end. <laughs> Sometimes I start a sentence. That's right. Yeah. Um, we'll link to that scene from the office in the show notes. That sounds great. Um, next question. Oh, okay. I got more content, bud. Great. I love it. You're the most prepared guest I've had. I'd love to know what your favorite Bible verse or story is. Oh, um, I'll go story. Okay. Um, also what's the rules with talking about that on the pod? I mean, there is no rules. I love that. <laughs> Hashtag, I own this business. Awesome. Yeah. We make the rules. Work for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that is the advantage. You want to talk about pros and cons? That's big. You live by the rules, you die by the rules. But if there aren't any. Yeah, exactly. Then, then you only live. Yeah. So, um, you live by the lack of rules, you die by the lack of rules. No. And I love that. <laughs> I do. Um, like a team that controls their own destiny in the playoffs would you say you know Chiefs like Mm -hmm. some people call me the Patrick Mahomes of home renovation name two of them (laughs) Gene Clyde I don't know any of those yeah sure I get it Grandma Jean Uh, no but I bet she would sweetheart babe um, what was I saying? You were supposed to be telling me your favorite Bible verse oh, yeah. or story. But I anytime would, I ask Trent anything of substance. Yeah. I would say. Deflect. You got shields up. I'm a fan of. Can I have two? Guess what, bud? No rules. No rules. Yes. Zero rules. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Heard of them. In the furnace. Why? Rescued, refused to worship hmm. the idol. They, Why is there a fourth you, guy in you, there? You know what? They looked at that manager at Richard Sporting Good and they said, <laughs> I will absolutely not put these yeah. bikes on the top yeah. row. Yeah, that's how I felt. We are bottom we are bottom row <laughs> yeah. bike guys. Yeah. The Lord is on my side in this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great one. Um the uh well i don't know if you're really going to count this because i don't know the main character's name okay but uh we're we're doing a test whose god is real your god or my god mm-hmm. i want to say maybe abraham but i'm just using context clues here yeah I so we we light the fire we're going to call down god elijah elijah okay we're going to might light be the elisha fire. He, but, he goes ahead mm-hmm. and just goes beast mode, dumping water onto yeah. the altar and says. Yeah, Baal, 
get out of here. Yeah. You, that's a clown question, bro. Of course yeah. I can, of course God can start a fire. So that's probably my, my other one. Brilliant. You got you got a good one locked up, ready to go? What's Loaded? Um, for for the Bible? Yeah, Bible verse. I would prefer a story, but if you want to go verse, that's fine. I, I love Lazarus. Oh. Just absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Just how compelling it is that, you know, they come out to him on the road. He refuses to go into the town. Mm. What's he doing taking so long to get there after he receives word? Um, and just the invitation that he gives to them. You know, hey, roll the stone away. He doesn't roll it away. That presumably, and, and they even make, they even say some things to discourage him. Hmm. Like, hey, it's been four days. Yeah, it smells. It stank a booty it, in there. Yeah, it's already the process has already started. And I guess I just feel like that's the invitation, hmm. right? That hey, there are aspects of our lives that God would say that maybe I've considered dead. Yeah, that God has said, hey. Would you be willing to roll that stone away? He will turn that grave into a garden. Because I can say. I can resurrect anything. Hmm. Also, shout out Isaac Anderson, Jacob's Well, formerly. Gave a sermon on that that has just been really powerful to me. Hmm. I would guess maybe at least a decade ago. Maybe we put the link to the podcast episode in the show notes of you, that sermon. You have to dig back a long way in the archive. But I believe in you. He's been gone <laughs> From our church at least four years now. <laughs> but just really That's powerful. That's the beauty of the internet, you know? The internet's undefeated. Uh, we had a guy in here the other day to do some consulting for us mm-hmm. on cleaning up our web presence, making us attractive to the Google algorithm, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things, which it's totally nonsensical. It feels a lot like a credit score. Yes. Like you can do some things you know are good, but at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah, well, nobody really gets it. When I first started at uh, my sales job, I thought that would be some of the work that I was doing, and then I mm. just realized in my it's just worthless in my opinion. Interesting. <laughs> well, anyway, he came in, and basically the only reason I bring up that story is we were talking about the internet, and he said, "You know, uh, the internet." What did he say? Something like, the internet never forgets. Hmm. That's what he said. So even if it was four years ago, the internet never forgets. That's a good saying. I got more content. Well, to your point about it being worthless, I don't know that that's necessarily true. I think there are certain types of sales and and roles that you're absolutely right. Uh, And others that it would, you're absolutely wrong. Yeah. Okay. Would you say you have a tendency to look at your life situation and make broad sweeping statements about the world based off of your own? Thousand percent. Yeah. I don't know what an example of that would be, but a thousand percent. Maybe like saying that uh, fixing your Google algorithm setup would be worthless. Yeah. Yeah. I don't That's know. That's one example. And frankly, I don't know that I I still agree with <laughs> myself with former me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it may take some explaining to the pod to to really hash that out, but I mean, who has time for that? Yeah. I get it. If heaven was a place on earth and it has to be somewhere you have been. Oh. And so the Lord came to you and said, hey, you know, Trent, I've just been pulling everybody. We're going to be cycling. He's big on that, pulling everybody. Yeah, we're going to be cycling through these places. We have eternity. Mm -hmm. And so for one day, we're going to go to your place. Where would heaven for your day be? Interesting. Thank you. That's a good question. Because there's certain... it. Depends what you're after, I guess. Well, this uh, world's your oyster, bud. I would think no rules. Let me ask. Let me let me clarify with this before I answer. Okay. Twenty four hours. In the spot. You know, it's eternity. Let's go for a year. A year in the spot. Why not? Okay. Um, well, that probably changes my. I answer. see. I see how it could affect. Give me your day, week, and year. Answer. I'd be curious, and it doesn't always have to be a different one. Okay. Um, how mobile am I? Def- define that. Well, if I tell you my year would be the United States of America, I could travel all over the country in a year. Yeah, see, I don't really like that. I I want you to try to pinpoint, get me as close well, down into a, a five-mile radius I'm within. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, again, I would say it's hard because what's your priorities? I think of the point of heaven would be to uh, worship God. And party. And not just (laughs) get all my (laughs) worldly desires fulfilled. So I think of it, yeah, in that way, you know, like the angels singing, holy, holy, holy. Mm -hmm. I think that we're going to be probably doing that. So where would I want to do that at? Um, probably in the mountains. You know, in the in the Garden of Eden, God was on a walk. We go on the walk with Adam and Eve. So I don't know that we're just. That's interesting. I've never heard that sitting heard that take before. Sitting around singing Kumbaya all the time. Yeah. So um, I love the mountains, and it would be somewhere away from a city, uh, so you could see the stars. Yeah. So now tell me the specific place. Okay. Uh, Which was the original The question. Rocky Mountains. The, I, <laughs> so Do I need to give you a city? The, I mean, the five-mile radius? You don't have like, hey, I was on this ski trip. I mean, whether or it's I in was, this so, Rocky Mountain So the question's intended to induce a story <laughs> of an experience yeah, you've had to, to enlighten could, the people. I and here probably, you are just tap dancing on this question's I grave. Could, I could probably... Use a few lessons from you since you were in the biz on how this should work. I so I've never left. I'm just, I'm just okay. Out you, here. you said past tense there about how I was in it. I'm just a cowboy with a podcast. What am I doing right now? Gunslinging biz. Um, yeah, no, I don't. Like I, th- I think of places that I loved, but when I think of like what induces awe in me, the stars and the mountains. And you know that how? 
Because I've been to the mountains. At what point in your I've life? I've been to the mountains. <laughs> yeah. At what point? Yeah. Well, I went to a... Take me there. Yeah. Take, take me to what... To a moment you were awe-inspired. I don't, I don't have like some incredible moment. Being in the mountains is incredible the whole time. I'm sure it would lose... Do you think... Do you think it would lose its luster if you lived there? No. How sad is that? If, if you were bad at it, yeah. I mean, people fall asleep to the gifts that they have all the time. Man, ain't that the truth? How do you stop that? Yeah, consider me Rumpelstiltskin, son. What was that? Just a heavy sigh. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. Speaking of office quotes, okay, we had one earlier. Mm-hmm. Andy says, I believe it's in the series finale. I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days. Yeah, I absolutely. mean, you're in the good old days. Absolutely. I love that quote. It's a great quote. Mm-hmm. Think about that a lot. You think about that sermon a lot. I think about that quote a lot. Yeah, that quote has come to mind more than once for me in my life since hearing it. So, yeah, that's tough. It's tough to maintain that. Gratitude. Easy to grasp. Tough to maintain. Hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Kids do that to you, too. You just have these moments where you're like, wow, I wish I could just stay in this moment forever. Hmm. And then 35 minutes later, you're punting them out the window. Just ready to lose it. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm just a man. Well, with superpowers. Sure. I'm just a superman. (laughs) Yes. Self-proclaimed. Yeah. Yeah. Just a superman. I mean, even Superman had his his foibles. Had to get away to the... Are you a superhero movie guy? Marvel, yeah. Yeah. Favorite one? Probably Infinity War. Wow. That was the final finale one. It was not. You look super dumb right now. <laughs> Which super one? Super dumb. That was because you're talking snapped. about you're talking about Endgame. Endgame. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this is embarrassing. I did not like Infinity War. But let me tell you why. Yeah, please. Because I thought it was the final finale. <laughs> Same. And I went in, I was like, Wow. Yeah. All these years. And this is it. Same. I absolutely thought it was the end of. I also. walked away disappointed, and you walked away thinking, "Good guy won." I walked away thinking, "I've never this. I did not expect this, and I appreciated that." You're one of those. Just the value of the unexpected for me is put, so low. Put an adjective on that. One of one of what guys? That's a noun, but one of those guys. You said one of those. Yeah. You're one of those guys. Is that better? I guess I was assuming that there was going to be more of a descriptor, which is why I said adjective. (laughs) No, you're one of those guys that, and here's where I'll go into the descriptor, enjoys something purely because it's not what you expected? Come on. I I think you're making... I need more than that. I think you're making yourself out... 
Just sounds super dumb. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Expectation, expectations are awful. They are, as others have said, the thief of joy. Interesting. I That makes me think of uh, Vince Vaughn and Dodgeball. Why? Because he says, uh, I find that if I just never have any expectation of anything happening good, then uh, I'm never disappointed. Hmm. What a terrible way to live. It would be a hard way to live, but I do believe... You know, what's something that you did growing up that the first time you experienced it was just absolutely incredible and you just couldn't capture the magic again? Hmm. And that is how you ask podcast questions. So, and I I used to just see it every single summer at the camp, full circle, back to where... I met Deborah Rains. Sure. Of my very first summer uh, as a camp staff was the best summer of my life. Mm. And the second summer, trying to return to capture that. Yeah. When it's not the same people, it's not the same kids, you're not the same person. Yeah. Um, is a real trap. Of boy, I really want to get back to you know patient zero, yeah, as opposed to really enjoying and then just experiencing round two for the gift that it was. Mm-hmm. I see that. I used to take I was a young life leader in Topeka, and they really pushed to not bring kids back to camp for a second year. Hmm. And that was the reason. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So did I have an experience like that? Um, I'm sure I did. Maybe even, I think I hear some people talk about it between their freshman and sophomore years of college. Hey, maybe if I had a great initial college experiment mm. experience, you know, a sophomore slump is regularly referred to. I that's not a good one for me because I enjoyed college more every year. Good for you. I with my it. senior year being just the pinnacle. Boy, I hated college. Really? I hated it. Well, did you go to Baker all four years? No. You switched to uh, Missouri State and finished at Mo West. I mean, I would Gri- say Griff up may- <laughs> show notes. Maybe. Maybe the reason you didn't enjoy it is because you didn't stick it out at one place. I and build a community. I didn't enjoy it was the community aspect certainly. Yeah, I didn't want to participate in all the social life that goes with a college student. Why? And just experienced a lot of loneliness. Yeah, see that's that's your problem there. I had a, just a great group of friends. Yeah. Similar to your high school experience from the sounds of it. Yeah, high school was a lot of fun. And that might be the example that we're talking about here. Oh, look at that. You got to college and thought, oh, this isn't even as good as high school. Correct. But love being an adult. Hmm. And I've heard people talk about, boy, I wish I could go back to college. You know? I don't miss 
the school part of college. I all. actually liked the school part. Yeah, I did. I loved the learning. I was not a fan of that. Um, well, you were taking classes with stupid terms that I can't even recall at this moment. Oh, in terms of what I was studying? Yes. What'd you say earlier? Something about calculus? <laughs> that that for you is like anything above algebra one is just a whole nother world. Frankly, we induce letters in here. What are we doing? Like, like what are we? What are we trying to? Who are you trying to prove yourself to? Uh huh. Or a, maybe a geometry joke. Who are you trying to prove yourself to? You know, <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. Um. I. I Got a bag of Laffy Taffy for the studio, and I read the jokes. Because why is, not? Is this? Are we not in the studio? We are. It's in the other room. I feel like I have them if you want. I feel like I've been offered no refreshment. You haven't. Um, and I had one yesterday that said, uh, "Where did the taste bud go?" I don't know. Hit me. It went. Uh, It'd be better if you could recall it. It's on the tip of my tongue. I bet it is. Providential. Get it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, where do they put all the bad rainbows? Um, I don't know. Hit me. Prism. <laughs> <laughs> like how I gave the people a little side eye. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay. If you if you are consuming this podcast on <laughs> YouTube, yeah, just go ahead and put in the comments, yeah, how many of my chins you can see from the <laughs> <side>. <laughs> you can see from the side. Because I don't bl- personally, I don't believe you're there. Yeah, I think you're, you know, getting it through your Apple. Well, I could show you the YouTube views. You know, if you want to see. Yeah, I don't I don't need to see how many times you've opened the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got it on repeat <laughs> all the time. Boy, in the background ratings tab. are just through the roof. I have a really dedicated audience. Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah, Trent, we don't need to buy 100 burner phones this, to get a different <laughs> you know IP address. what I should address. do? I should start advertising to myself things that I think I should use, like healthy food or exercise. Hmm. You just, so you don't? You don't participate in either of those categories. I have started to more. And what's really depressing about eating better is it's not enough. Is the taste. (laughs) It's not enough to just eat less junk. Like you won't lose weight by eating less junk than you used to as a kid. I always thought like. I can turn this off. I'll just stop eating junk. Yeah. And then I'll lose the weight again. But it's like, no, if you stop eating junk, you will stay fat until you eat little enough to lose weight. Yeah, that's discouraging. It's a really depressing realization. <laughs> like, I'm just going to stay this way forever unless I change something drastic. So what are, you, what are you doing to exercise? As an example, I may say, well, I'll stop drinking soda. Mm-hmm. The pounds will fly off. Yeah. Nope. They just stop gaining weight. But you feel like with the soda, you're you're gaining. I didn't notice it, but I know what weight class I wrestled in high school, and I haven't grown. 
So, yeah. What are we talking about here? What do you mean, what are we talking about? Give me. You want to know the poundage numbers? Or just percentage if. I'll tell you, straight up. So, I would say I was growing through high school, so it's not fair to look at freshman, sophomore. Absolutely not. And, but, and frankly, you're growing all the way through college, too. It's not, I, didn't, I didn't grow in height. You know, once you get 19, I'm done. That's not how it works. But I didn't I didn't get any taller. That's just science. Okay. That's science. Are you a science Anchor man? Um, so... Walking around weight is what we talk about in the wrestling biz. Okay. You're walking around at wouldn't be what you wrestled at. Correct. Yes. So if I wrestled at 152, I was walking around at 165. Mm -hmm. And today, the old walking around weight is mm, plus or minus a half a century above that. Okay. I can do that math. It's 215. It's not great. <laughs> I uh, I probably should be like 185. I was going to say 165 sounds. Just lean rip muscle, baby. I don't know. It sounds unhealthy. <laughs> well, that's it? my walking around. Imagine 152. Yeah, that's not good. 6'2", 150. You're bang, six, bang. You're 6'2". Yeah. Am I taller than you, or are we the same height? Well, are you 6'2"? I always thought I was a little taller than 6'2". But well, then you're probably taller than me. Earlier when we were walking around, you, I, I sized you up. Well, I don't... Uh, it would be interesting to maybe go do a test with the tape measure after this is over. Yeah, we will. Shoes on or off? I You don't want to smell. <laughs> I get it. If we're really trying to engage all the senses, then... You know what I love? Here's a great story from when we were working together. I love finishing my sentences without being cut off is what I love. You asked me what the rules on interrupting were before we started, and I said. No rules? I said it's encouraged to required, somewhere in that range. Yeah, but I was talking about if I had a call from this guy. I got a steel trap up here. Really? Yeah. Gosh, I want to test it. Never forget. I really really want to test it. If I knew you better. You would? What, were your, what was your parents' first date? <laughs> we had this conversation the other day, and you told me I was wrong. What was it? I was wrong, because I later was like, oh, dang it. So who, who knows Who knows your mom the best? Oh, boy. Hey, hey. I'm the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I am the captain now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah? So I was right. Let me tell you something. No, start with the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> Let me answer your question. <laughs> who who was right? Back in 1904. Not back that far. I believe the year was 1977. 77. You ever say what, 70 like this? What, 70. What is your parents' anniversary? Let me ask you this question. What, what day? Let me ask you this question. I'm, this is much more entertaining. Please. I just need the people to know. We're in show business here. Yeah, but the steel trap is, I'm asking you these things to see if you've trapped these things. Have you ever trapped anything in a steel trap? No. I bet you I set some. You ever some, seen it done? Some mole traps before. Yeah, you know, okay. Those. those are probably steel. Yeah. All right. So once it's trapped in there, 
Is it, it's locked forever? You can't let it out? With a mole trap, it is. <laughs> it's it's pretty final. <laughs> I, I realize that the life of the mole is yeah. finalized, but it's not a one use and it's done forever. Yeah, yeah. So you can reopen yeah, no, traps. You, yeah, you're just shaking them out. <laughs> Into the trash can? The woods, preferably. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't like throwing things away in the trash can that can be biodegradable. Don't need to be thrown in the trash can? I hate throwing an apple core in the trash can. That is interesting. Because I feel like... And by interesting, I mean real strange. So, do you want to get to know the real me or not? Would you rather throw it in a trash can, which ends up in a landfill, or throw it in the woods, which is basically nature's landfill? Correct. Why does it matter? Because it's... it's the same. Now those nutrients are trapped inside that plastic bag for however long. I see. You believe that there's no life in a landfill worth supporting. I just feel as if and it's I think that gonna all be harder of God's to re- creatures were made equal. The, the landfill? <laughs> the, the landfill creatures? The roly polies that live in there probably. I was in Nicaragua. I was in Nicaragua and playing soccer against some kids in a landfill. I believe it's pronounced Nicaragua. Really? Yeah. Hit me with that one more time. Nicaragua. Okay. So I was there mm-hmm. and was playing soccer against some kids in a landfill. And no goalies, of course. I mean, we didn't have a ton of people. Okay. And this is where they lived. In the landfill. In the landfill. Yeah. It's kind of intense. And this kid has a breakaway goal. He's dribbling down, getting ready to take this shot. And I'm just running him down as a grown man. Getting <laughs> as ready, if he had just ready to crush this 10-year-old. Yeah, you don't you need know. him to get any wins in life. Absolutely. He's had enough wins. Correct. And I just slide in front of the goal at the perfect time and, yeah. and just block his shot. And you stood up and said, the top half of the top layer of skin on my right leg was completely removed in a landfill in Nicaragua. I feel like that is, as Taylor Swift would say, karma. That's not a real thing, but, but we can talk about your leg might differ. No. So anyway, my beg to differ. So anyway, that I wasn't concerned, you know, it hurt. But I wasn't concerned and mission yeah. accomplished until we got back to, to the base and everybody was just like, that's going to be a problem. You're going to die. Do not let that soak in any of the water on our compound. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that really just, that that's tricky for me. How did we, how, how we get to Nicaragua? I have no idea. But we're there now. Yeah. Right? But here we are. Yeah. And here we stand. I was talking about steel traps, and I was going to ask you a question because I said 77. Is there any words growing up in this part of the country in the Midwest? Mm -hmm. God's country. I would maybe say rural Midwest. Okay. You grew up in. Um, Is there any words you say that you know are maybe a little country absolutely hit me of a night you know if it happens of a night at night of a in a sentence please i just i again you want the same sentence or different I would like a longer sentence um 
Did it happen? Did it happen of a night? I have literally never heard that phrase. Uh, my family calls people Jakes. What are these Jakes doing? State Farm. Man, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, they are a Jake. Absolute Jake. What is the etymology of that? Um, I don't really know. Huh. But we'll call each other Jakes. Not and a it, curious. It, it, mind. Is a, it is a term of endearment. Yeah, freaking Jake. But to everybody else, it is an insult. Like, hey, if you're a Jake and I know you, that means we're brothers. Like, was, do you think this is like a super localized word? Like, there was a guy in town named Jake that everybody hated? So, it is definitely super localized, and your example is not far off. Okay. <laughs> But, you know, uh-huh. I didn't want to get into that story. Yeah. But, yes. I And I know the I know Jake's last name. Jake, but Jacob. Interesting. Yeah. But of a night, huh? Of a night. Jake. What are you Jake's doing? Hmm. Um, so, you grew up. I, I say supper. Yeah, I sure. Know, I know most people. My, my dad says supper. We're going to have supper. And my wife's like, we're going to have dinner. Yeah. So, well, I'm going to sup <laughs> at dinner. Yeah. Um, do you, you grew up in Lawson blessed for those that don't know, hashtag it's, would you call it the outskirts of Kansas city? No, I wouldn't. You would call it the outskirts of Liberty. No, I wouldn't even feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's too far from kansas city to feel like the outskirts in my opinion sure so um small town yeah uh and you had what seems to be a great experience yeah and then you have kids who you love Mm -hmm. go on and you said not for you i didn't i didn't you don't get that joy so i i had i don't know uh, how your relationship with Catherine works. It's Katie, but continue. But uh, in my relationship with my wife, I said, boy, I'd really like to live in a small town. And she said, boy, I'd really like to live in the Park Hill School District. And that's funny because that's how both of us grew up. She grew mm. up in Park Hill School District and I grew up in a small town. You're saying she wears a pair of these. Yes, absolutely. And frankly, I have no shame in it. Well, to each his own. She is a babe. Yeah, Lisa's awesome. Yeah. And really good at getting her way, apparently. Yep. Yeah. yeah. If I if I can do something. So what you're saying is. Do you is ever I, have any sadness about that? What I think I hear you saying is I should feel bad about my wife being happy. What I hear, hear me. No, hear me say. Catherine, if you're watching this, <laughs> run. Okay. Hear me saying your poor children that you robbed of the joys of your childhood. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I feel like my kids are experiencing, at least in our neighborhood, what I experienced. Okay. That they are outside as, as much as they possibly can be. Come in begrudgingly for dinner. Yeah. Immediately go right back outside. Nice. It is awesome. Yeah. And... Frankly, I don't know where they are a decent amount of time. That seems negligent. 
and freeing. <laughs> yeah, I hey, least Lisa, like, hey, where's the girls? I don't, I don't know. Do you have anything being a father? Your oldest is ten. Ten. Yeah, she's a babe. Ten. Yeah. Wow. She's super cool. Do you have anything that like? Not necessarily in the um, easy answers of happiness and whatever, but like, keep, keep your wife do you happy. have specifics that you want for her life, knowing her as you know her? Yeah, don't. I mean, I feel like most parents would have hopes for their kids' lives. Let's hear it. Well, I've talked about one already. Is I just, I, more than anything, I want her to know and understand as much as the human mind can possibly the love of God and okay. to reciprocate that. And I would say that falls under like, of course, if you're a Christian, you would want that for your children. Yeah. Feels like kind of a cop-out answer is what I'm saying. Well, if, if it's the start of a list and it's the thing that I would <laughs> deem most important, then of course I'm going to name it first. I'm, Okay, let me rephrase my question. Do you want me to make skip a, all skip? Do you the want me to try thing. to make a witty comment and giggle and then just try to pass over the question altogether? Because I can go to the Trent. You've Rains. seen that modeled? Yeah, I haven't seen it because I listen to a podcast like a normal person instead yeah. of watching it. Are you a one speed guy or? Yeah. Wow. Patience for days. I talk at point five, so I might as well listen at one point oh. Interesting. You would think if that was true, you would listen at 2.0. That way, it would sound like a normal person talking. I realize we're getting into calculus level math here, which I know is not your cup of tea. Thousand percent. Yeah, I, and also I hate tea. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. uh, other things. Even sweet tea. Yeah, I can drink sweet tea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about. British people. We get it. <laughs> okay. Okay. If there's, a, if there's a bunch of Brits listening <laughs> to this, then I don't get it, but I understand why you left the island. Sure. Um. So, other things. I think, obviously, you have a hope for their spouse or partner, whoever they mm. choose. Um. Similarly, a friend group, she is... A very interesting kid, in my opinion. She's incredibly quiet and keeps herself shy. And then on the other, that's juxtaposed to very confident in her own self and abilities. Mm, a quiet confidence. Highly creative, um, both in making things as well as, uh, for example, last night she made this paper air <laughs> excuse me this paper airplane that was just awesome it's like where did you learn to make this before i just just made it as cool. as well as creative expression of painting or drawing or yeah things of that nature do you find because i definitely feel this way do you find satisfaction in making things with your hands, physically. Yeah, I understand what you mean. I'm yeah. just thinking about it, trying to give you the real answer. 
If it's no, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that would say no, not really. I think my answer is yes, but I don't do it very much. So that I don't think it's so strong that it keeps me coming back to the well. Yeah. What do you think is that thing that oh, I find a lot of satisfaction in doing? The Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Red Kingdom. My son is a little over one year. It's hard to not love the Chiefs when you're from KC. And the just winners. The night before the Super Bowl at three in the morning, he woke up and he just he's just in there. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like, gosh dang it! I've never been more proud of you. This is beautiful. <laughs> Slash, go to freaking bed and let's yeah. let's do it in the morning. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're gonna get <laughs> turned up in the morning. <laughs> But this cat just at 3 a.m. Hey, that's true. The kingdom. The kingdom is calling. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs is is more of an answer than I would like it to be. Yeah. But how do you handle because at this point in the Kansas City Chiefs dynasty, and we're calling it that at this point. Yeah. Uh I mean it, who wouldn't correct. Um a hater. How do you handle the losses which in the past five years, have been essentially meaningless in the regular season. Few, yeah. They just don't really matter mm-hmm. anymore. Like when we were Alex Smith era, it was going to matter correct. that we lost that game. Yeah, correct. It doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you still? Is it still a day ruiner? Not the whole day. Certainly not. I do not. But I am, you know, giving it quite a few hours. I'm never going to get back. <laughs> You know, but it would be like, man, Chiefs lose. I'm not. Li- I'm not listening to any sports radio. Yeah, that's the real killer. This whole week. Yeah, I don't want to hear do it. it. Yeah. And now, now I'm just so I'm so steadfast. <clears throat> I'm just steadfast. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah Kansas City Chiefs is a thing. I really like disc golf. Oh yeah, I like to throw some discs. Sure. I guess I was looking for more like building relationships. I thought you asked me for hobbies. No, I was asking you, what do you find satisfaction in? And and so those can't be hobbies. I mean, I guess if your life satisfaction comes down to tossing around a plastic disc. For miles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Satisfaction. What if I can't get no? Well, you seem, and I hear you, you seem like a relationship, uh, like relationships mean a lot to you. Absolutely. Yeah, I love people. Yeah. Would you say that is a source of satisfaction for you, like great relationships? Some people like, they don't really like people. Who thinks about the relationship says, you know what, I have great relationships. Who really categorizes it that way? I mean, most people would say like, friends or co-workers or spouse yeah i've just been gifted a lot of different pools of people that i've connected with at different seasons of life and some that have stood the test of time and you feel like you gain satisfaction from those relationships i wouldn't say it that way no i would say a lot of people would say 
they gain satisfaction from things other than relationships. What do you? Not many people would say disc golf. I don't think most people. I don't think many people are saying. You know what? I get a lot of satisfaction <laughs> from f- fill in the blank. I think that is nobody's saying it that way. Hundred percent, they do. What? Here's here's what I'd like to ask back to you. Okay. What do you find life giving? Oh boy. Building things. See how you could answer that question immediately because you knew what I meant? Yeah. The problem is you are unfamiliar with the term satisfaction. I kind of feel like I just became the host of this podcast. <laughs> like we're going to look back at this moment and, and Did feel we like. we just become best friends? Like, hey, this is when the baton was passed. Yeah. Was when Michael. It's like when Nelly uh, steps into the the uh, manager's office at Dunder Mifflin Paper Company and just <laughs> assumes power. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Actually, yes, that is. She ran Vogue magazine for one week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of office references on here. Yeah. It was it it what it did was it hit me at an influential time in my life. Yeah, developmental. Yeah. Where I was, you know, work in progress. <laughs> hey, unashamed. Yeah. Always a work in progress. Well, always getting better. Well, yeah. Me and Patrick, always improving, baby. You never told us what you were doing exercise wise. You told us that you're dieting. Well, I. That's probably because I don't really exercise. I have an electric bike. That's cheating. That has a trailer. Put the kids in the trailer. That's fun. Go right around. They love it. I love it. But I pedal, if I go on a 20-minute bike ride, I'm actually putting power to the pedals 60 to 90 seconds. (laughs) That, it's better than nothing. But not much. Not, Not much better, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, those people like. I see why you didn't answer the question. You know, if you've if you've ever seen like we were at a wedding in Charleston, congratulations to the happy couple. Cameron, congratulations. Uh, that was like months ago. This was uh Allie and Tim. Uh, I would still like to congratulate Cameron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I listen. I I am one of the listeners. Yeah, we got to come up with a name for our listeners. Hmm. I'll ideate on that and get back to you now that I'm the host. Collected livers. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Long John Livers. <laughs> we'll come up with it. Um, okay. Anyway, we were at a wedding in Charleston, and uh, pretty excited for this to to go viral. <laughs> uh. Anyway, that's the end of that story because I forgot where I was going with it. Charleston. We're at a wedding. It's beautiful. It is time beautiful. of year. Abby's there. No. Just Katie and I. Catherine. Do you think, um, how do you feel about names that are longer than what people call them? How do you feel about an Edward going by Ed? That's my middle name. How do you feel about Michael and Mike? I feel like it was right there in front of you and you didn't. Yeah. Michael and Mike. How do you feel about, how do you feel about those? Indifferent. No opinion. Zero. Like to name a ch- one of your children. Frankly, I I I'm frank. I'm insulted. You would think I would have an opinion on that. 
to think you'd be pro or against. Hey, Ellie, or Eleanor, or L. Cool. So that I would say you're pro. Pro what? Pro those names. Call her any of those. Yeah. Except for Eleanor. What do you think pro means? I feel like we've run into a vocab issue on multiple occasions. And we're, which, which side of the room you feel like that's <laughs> that's on? <laughs> Let me do some calculus <laughs> and try to figure out. I think the word was tangential. Yeah. Was the one that was a bugaboo. Yeah, if it you sound, would. sounds like a spider to me. <laughs> I, it, bet, I bet you can guess which one. Uh I'm going to say tarantula. I would say it's closer to tangerine than it is tarantula. Yeah. I'm not going to split hairs. Okay. Um, so you're pro of those names. Why not? Did you ever go by Mike? No. Not even like as a kid in elementary school? Yeah, some people call me it. No problem. Big Mike? I don't think anybody's ever called me that. Skinny Mike? It's just it's just winter weight. Okay, everybody? <laughs> Camera adds five pounds. Is there any adjective you would feel good about having in front of your name? Killer Mike? Um, voice Warhammer Mike? Yeah. Bait. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Boy, that's, well, how about you? Hey, wait till Crazy Trent comes and bids your house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I, I don't know what the... Most are most adjectives in front of a name typically kind of negative. Are they? Crazy Trent sure is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is the yeah. That's the only poll I took was Crazy Trent. Yeah, hundred percent of pollers came back and <laughs> yeah. said that's negative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're trying to decide on a baby name for number three coming in April. Boy. And I'm struggling. Yeah. I feel like the answer's right. <laughs> the answer's right in front of you, buddy. Big Mike. Mini. Mini, Mini Mike. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. We got Reigns. Do we have a middle name at all? Or Yeah, it's Clay. Clay. I should yeah. probably cut that out. I don't think Katie wants me telling people. <laughs> um, I'm going to text your mom as soon as we're done. I'm going to do this. So I make sure I can find it in the footage. <laughs> Nobody's watching this. Who's yeah. watching this? The fans. I mean, there's a bunch of fans listening. Yeah. I have no argument with that. We like to connect with all generations. What generation has time to watch a YouTube video? Uh, I think they call them zillennials. There's no way a zillennial is watching a two-hour video of you and me. Yeah. We come across as kind father figures to them. Yeah, like there's worse ways to come across. Yeah. So blank clay to rains. them, we're the kind of guys that would say, "I would know Gary Fisher from Larry Fisher." Yeah, that's a we appear to them. Yeah, and that's not to mention Barry Fisher. <laughs> so, tell me, but we do we do know Carrie Fisher. Hey, Star Wars. Um. So how'd you come up with Vera? Um, there was no like real. It's not a name you hear very often. What's her middle name? Kate. Catherine. Well, 
But um, Vera Katie doesn't ring great, but Vera Kate sounds better. And we use middle names. I call her by her middle name at least once a day. Okay. Rhett Thomas, Vera Kate. Rhett Thomas. So that's your middle name, huh? Mm-hmm. And your dad. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, we came up. I think it was just like looking through lists and different names. Nothing real sentimental about it. We always check the meaning. Yeah. Just to make sure it's not questionable. Yeah. But it hasn't really driven the choice. Yeah, you don't want to go with Osama Thomas Reigns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could be. And I don't even know what that means. But. Yeah, I guess I was just uh, Osama Bin Laden. Sure. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> it, yeah, I picked up that much. But I'm not sure. The way, the... You can't have Adolf Reigns run around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that would. <laughs> this out. Yep, see ya. See ya. Oh, and on that note. Go on. What else you got for the people, man? We're here. You got a platform. What's your message to the world? <laughs> All, you know, the tens of them. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I need one? You know what? That's the problem now, people. Everybody thinks they have something. <laughs> Did you watch to the... give advice to the world? And here's the deal: <laughs> you're unqualified. You're How about un... that be your message then? You're unqualified. I am unqualified. Um. So just give up. Is that the? Uh, why don't you, j- or just listen, uh-huh. just try to listen. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty good. Um, it isn't, but I appreciate it. I like to phrase it in terms of if you could have a billboard that the whole world would see, what would you put on the billboard? I used to ask this question to summer staff who mm-hmm. were applying interviewers, interviewees. Mm-hmm. What's your best one sentence sermon? And what's the best answer you ever heard? You got nothing. I hosted uh, interviews when I was at ABF. We would go to K-State and go to the career fair. Mm -hmm. And people sign up, and then you interview who you want based off of their qualifications. And I had a set list of questions provided by ABF. I had to ask. And one of them was something about, like, what's uh, a time you've come across a challenging situation and how are you able to overcome the challenge? Mm-hmm. Pretty typical. Mm-hmm. And this girl <laughs> goes into a story about how she found out that she had Black Widow spiders living in her garage. And she proceeded to research and figure out how to milk the venom from the spiders. That's not this is in order to study the venom. And naturally I said, we will not be offering you a physician. Correct. Yes. And now I'm a little scared, frankly, (laughs) that I'm going to have some venom injected into me. What is that dart in my neck? Oh God. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Not a great interview answer. People overshare. 
that that is an example of oversharing. Yeah. So nothing like that in the one sentence sermon. No. God is whatever you make it. Nothing like that. Oh gosh. All kinds of objections to that <laughs> theologically. Yeah, you never got one of those though. They kept it pretty safe. Oh no, there's obviously people who didn't know. Like, let me tell you about the worst interview I was ever a part Ooh, of. Ooh, okay, yeah. Uh, it was with a young lady who was interviewing to be our head lifeguard. Okay. And she came in, and we're typically a good interview is a half hour, forty five minutes. If it's a bad interview, you're really just trying. You're searching for every question that you can to yeah. offer up there. To let's, can we just make it a 15 minutes and yeah, see ya. And she goes, <clears throat> she sits down at the table and she slides over. She's like, "Here's my liquor license," <laughs> and this is for a Christian uh, yeah. pool summer camp. And I was just like, "Oh." She's like, I wasn't sure if you needed this. You know, I've worked at World's Fun Pool area before where, oh. you know, you have to be a bartender. And so I can bartend. It's like, <laughs> it's like, okay. And that is before I've said any questions. To the 12-year-olds that we have so, in the pool. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this is about to be a really long, really long yeah. 15 minutes. And since she's inevitably going to see this, yeah. what would you say to her? Um, so that actually ended with me saying, Hey, you know, I'm, we won't be extending you a job. Okay. And so she let me know she'd be, I'd be hearing from her lawyers. <laughs> Wait, for real? Thousand percent. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. It was a real, <laughs> real rough interview. Yeah. Um, so anyway, if her legal team is listening uh, and my brother's a lawyer, shout out. Rob McGraw, Sexton Bender Law Firm. Do you just, think they'd be willing to sponsor this podcast? Just made, you know, he just made partner, so I, 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 I it's the least he could do. He has the juice, and then I can get you that on. So correct, thank you. Um, hearing it in my terms <laughs> is it's just music to my ears, my man. Like it is just so good. Hey, I just I'm here to serve. So. Uh, that whole experience, I, I had to call my brother up. Hey, man. Am this, I in danger here? This girl just told me she's going to sue me <laughs> for not hiring her. Uh, what kind of prison sentence am I looking yeah, at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, none. And good news, how much do you pay each year? So I told him, here's, like, here's the salary that we were paying the head lifeguard at that time. He's like, that is in court the most she could sue you for. Hmm. Seems no, like probably not worth her time. No lawyer <laughs> yeah. is, is coming for a piece of that. Is going to say, you know what? That $10 would be pretty, pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. We already know it's one one hundredth of the going rate of an internship. Yeah, minimum. Yeah. I said minimum. At the really. top end. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, probably not worth coming after. Yeah, worst interview I've ever been in. Yeah. That's pretty bad. If you are applying for a new job, Say less. Maybe that's the billboard. Say less. Um, I want to know what your what's your billboard. Well, that makes me think of a. I don't. It was somewhere in. It was in the last job I was at. I don't remember where it came up, but it was basically like, somebody told me the quote of like. 
Um, it's better to err on the side of not speaking at the risk of showing your ignorance. Mm-hmm. Something I'm, to that effect. I've blown right through that stop sign so, <laughs> so many times. If in my you life. say nothing, they might not know if you know. You know, it's incredible. But if you say something, mm-hmm. they're going to know. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. How many times have I heard something that I'm just like, that's brilliant? What a this person is a genius. Like just in this podcast, this or? is just in, this is just wisdom speaking. And then it's just like, I'm not doing any. <laughs> I'm not going to do any of that. That's a pipe dream. This person is not checked into reality whatsoever. Yeah, and just immediately blow through any kind of warning sign. I think um, I think that's pretty normal. I think it's hard to learn. Learning, changing behavior is a tall task and typically requires, you know, more than just hearing about a better way. Yeah. There has to be some internal precipice for change, if you don't mind me using that word. I don't mind at all. Algebraic. (laughs) That's, of course... (laughs) We all, blah, blah, blah. We all get it. Statistics. Um, <laughs> maybe mine would be learn what you live. Which I, learn what you live. You learn what you live. You learn what you live. Yeah. Okay. Seems like pretty good. Yeah, I saw it at a, on a sign one time. Where? Wilderness Camp. Shout out Lost Missouri. Oh. Put it in the notes. All right. Is it still around? Yeah. Okay. It's an awesome camp. You learn what you live. You learn what you live. Um, Which is how so many of us can, uh, you know, arrive maybe at a different place on a particular topic and have no understanding as to why the person could have the position that they have. I can't, be- can't even fathom why you would possibly think this way. I heard a great explanation of that one time. Um, and he said there's usually or mostly two reasons that you end up on the complete opposite end of a point argument yeah. as someone else. Topic. There's two. Yeah, a topic. There's two reasons that cover almost every scenario. One is there is a phase change difference in intelligence and his example would be my dog brings me the tennis ball to throw drops it at my feet and I don't throw it and my dog is thinking you must not understand I want you to throw the ball Mm -hmm. whereas I'm thinking I don't want to get slobber on my hands because I'm eating dinner so there's a phase change difference in intelligence that keeps the dog from understanding the real reason. Yeah. The other would be the person you disagree with has different information than you. Learn what you live. Yeah. You could have just said that and save <laughs> save the people a lot of time. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the <laughs> I think that's the <laughs> That's the very boiled down version for the impatient out there. Hmm. Typically, they're not just uh, malicious or, you know, 
whatever yeah. adjective you want to throw at it that's bad. Yeah. Typically, they just either have different information than you that they're basing their argument on, or they could be really dumb. And either way. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty of both. Um, well, we here at Collected Living appreciate you coming on the pod. Yeah. I mean, anything for the Han. I changed it up. You did? <laughs> you went with a hard H. Yeah. And um, I feel like that's maybe a little bit easier for the podcast format to understand because on could be a number of different things. But Han, less things. Somebody's just going to town out there. I am not with following a, what you're talking we, about. Like a leaf blower. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call chainsaw. Okay. Um, but we appreciate you coming on. It's been fun. Has it? Yeah. Go Chiefs. <clears throat> I have one more question. Hit me. Of all your guests, rank me. Hmm. I know it's top two. <laughs> <laughs> With who? You just know there might be someone else. I know it ain't too. <laughs> I think just just I haven't listened to the Natalie episode. Okay, I think I, I've probably laughed more in this one than the others. And that's a problem. <clears throat> you would say that's not a bad thing. I'll take it. <laughs> you know what, Michael? In response to you asking me to rank you, you weren't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've been here before. These are <laughs> yeah. these are known waters I'm swimming uh -huh. in. Yeah. So thank you. Man, I had a great time. And, uh, you know, anytime you uh, want to stop by, and you're always welcome. Everyone, I'll see you next week. I'll be your new host. <laughs> oh, maybe a oh, – okay, never mind. I thought you were going to join with me as a, as a co-host, but you're replacing me. Correct. That's less exciting for me. Oh. It gives you a couple hours of your life back. People around the office been calling me 2.0. Uh, <laughs> so, youngest VP in company history is back. Back. It's like he never left, folks. Yeah. This business is about to moon uh -huh. straight to the top. Yeah. When I think of something mooning, I think of an adolescent male typically dropping trow to moon someone else so i don't associate necessarily like a positive thing with mooning really yeah that's, that also makes me think of the office scene where they want to carpool and he's gonna moon him from, <laughs> from the other car like a moon people i don't remember i don't remember what you're talking about uh, yeah anyway we'll put in the show notes to the moon to the moon say. yeah to the stars ad astra I mean, it's the same difference. Moon's a star. <laughs> Everybody just over here watching Trent go through a crisis internally, yeah, yeah. trying to <laughs> trying I, to figure out. Gosh, does he act? Does he actually think that? I don't know what they teach in Lawson. So yeah, I don't want to ruin his concept of uh, galactic theology. just really feel like you're just trying to string a bunch of words together. Senior year, Lawson High School. Yeah. First hour, student aid or teacher aid. Okay. 
I, I worked in high school. Did you work in high school? I did. So I go to school, I go to practice, and then I go to work. Right. And so I'd be, I'd roll in, I'd take attendance, be like, Coach, we good? Yep. I'd go and I'd take a shower <laughs> for the rest of the hour. I'd come back, all right. Wanted to be pristine, ready for second hour, which was team sports, followed by a third hour. Shower Wait. prior to team previous, sports. Previous, yeah, previous. Yeah, because I, uh, you know. Third hour, weight training. Four, I like that you didn't finish that, that thought. Fourth hour, college PE. Wow. You know. What a senior year. No wonder you liked high school. Which is how you get this. <laughs> okay, everybody. That's how you get these babies yeah, right here. Yeah, you see you see all these. <laughs> you get stack. They, they, they stack just like the classes did. Mm-hmm. Fifth hour, British literature. Because I'm refined. Gross. I'm refined. I would give up all of those PE classes to not take British literature. Sixth hour was choir. Yeah, I was in choir. The first half of senior year. I'm sure year. you can tell by my previous inter- my previous uh, Celine Dion. Yeah, greatest songbird of our generation. Um, Sorry, I missed what was after choir? Well, choir was first half of senior year, but it was, it was only just, a semester. It's too demanding. Yeah. So I switched over. Learn all these words. I switched over to cadet teaching and would go to the elementary school, and it just so happened to be during the recess. Okay. And so I would go <laughs> to recess with a bunch of kids, second uh-huh. graders. Shout out Mrs. Hill, first grade. Shout out Mrs. Hill still. Um, and then foods too. <laughs> so you had. I was refining my palate. You had one real class. I just named seven. <laughs> you had one class where you ever picked up a pencil. That is called college prep. <laughs> okay. You essentially had a gap year, your senior year of high school. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you got to look back and think, gosh, choir's taking it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Then you may, you may not look back and think, this was the best choice. Yeah. You're maybe not going to look back and think like, wow, I'm proud of how hard I worked there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man, you heard it here. If choir takes it out of you. <laughs> Stay ready so you don't have to get ready, people. <laughs> maybe question your work ethic. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Uh, well, he went from being worn out by choir to being one of the hardest working, fastest track VPs in company history. Mooned. He's on a rocket ship to the moon. I mooned everybody here. And there's no stopping him now. The lunar. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, Michael McGraw. Until next time.